You're listening to the Gold Biz Podcast, episode number 76. I feel like photographers are always looking for ways to either get more clients and just to make more income. But in today's episode, we're talking about how you can make more income without having to find and attract new clients. And that is by serving and elevating the experience you already have with them, your current clients, through offering boudoir photography. You're listening to the Gold Biz Podcast with Rachel Traxler, a traveling wedding photographer turned creative business entrepreneur. Each week, Rachel brings you purpose-driven action to become the ambitious entrepreneur you are meant to be. We'll dive into topics such as life, business, failures and successes, and being the best version of yourself you can be. This is a warm and positive space for all creative entrepreneurs to come together, inspire, and grow. Because every day is an opportunity to shine here at the Gold Biz Podcast. Now here's your host, Rachel Traxler. Hello, sunshines, and welcome back to the Gold Biz Podcast with me, your host, Rachel Traxler. Today's guest is Molly Grunewald, who is a Michigan wedding and boudoir photographer and does such a beautiful job at meshing these two things together in a way that it deserves to be experienced from her clients. And she just crushes having her boudoir business along with her weddings. And in today's episode, we talk about how you can also create and incorporate packages into your workflow and into your businesses as well, if that is something that you also want to add. And today is a good one. I'm excited for this episode today because it just really expands your mind on ways that you can serve your clients even more, which you know I'm already a fan of. So let's welcome on Molly. All right. I have with me today, Molly Grunewald. Molly, thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. This is going to be such a fun topic because I think it's going to be something fun that everyone can relate to or just like expand their minds on what they could do and just a fun new topic just to talk about because we haven't talked about this on the podcast yet. So I think it's going to be really, really cool. But before we dive into everything, why don't you tell us a little bit about you and yourself and all the things. Yes, I will. Um, well, obviously, my name is Molly. I have been in the industry, the wedding industry and the boudoir industry for 10 years now. I can't believe I've just been shooting for a decade. It's just insane. Um, I'm based in Metro Detroit, Michigan. Uh, just got married. All, just doing all the things. Um, but yeah, that's a little bit about me. That is so cool. And I'm with you on that. It's like, wait, it's been a decade. It's like, like how am I even old to be doing something for 10 years? That's what I'm like. Yeah, that's how I know you feel old. It's like you've been doing something for 10 years. It's like a decade. Yeah. Yes. That's crazy. Well, that is super cool. And I just love your approach and your brand and your style and all that stuff. And I think you have such a different and unique approach. So I'm excited to talk to you about this. So today we're talking all about like boudoir photography. So what kind of drew you to that? Have you always done that? Have you always started with that? Or was that something you added on later? What kind of made you want to do it? Yeah, I actually, boudoir was my first paid photo shoot ever. Really? I feel like most photographers don't do it until a little bit later. Um, But that was actually... I mean, you know, all of our beginning stories are like, we were always that person like in middle school with our cameras, all that jazz, you know, and that was totally me too. Um, But then I was working 
at a hair salon. I was like managing and reception kind of work. And one of the girls was approaching like her one year anniversary. And this was like around the beginning of like Pinterest days when it just started. So like that's, I feel like when people first started noticing like what boudoir was. Um, And she was in search of a boudoir photographer kind of in the area. And she, knowing that like I loved photos, she was just like, hey, can you help me like find someone? To be honest, we just like didn't find someone that she clicked with. She was like, you know, we weren't even in awe of like any of the photos or any of the work, but then also it was just like, okay, I don't want to like get down in my underwear, like in front of any of these people. And she just randomly was like, do you want to do it? And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, what do you mean? And she's like, I'll literally, I'll pay you and you can do it. And I feel like that'd be really fun for you. And I was like, you're going to pay me? Like, what do you mean? And so that's literally how it started. I shot her for, I could you not like five to six hours. It was insane. Um, and she paid me 200 bucks. It felt like literally $2 million back then. And that's how I started. I like had the best experience. She had a great experience. I left and like got a business Facebook page, got business cards, all the things. And I was like, all right, I guess I'm a photographer now. So that's kind of how it started. I didn't like initially be like, Hey, I'm a boudoir photographer. I was just like, let me do anything that gets brought my way, obviously. Um, and then there was a few years in between that like boudoir wasn't really in my realm just because I wasn't advertising it a ton. Um, got like really deep into the weddings. And then I was like, wait, I have specialized in boudoir forever. I should like be advertising this. So then I kind of brought it back into, you know, the world of my photography. That is so cool. I love that you just, you started with it and then you tabled into weddings. That's crazy. Yeah. That's so it's, it's been a wild ride, but very, very passionate about boudoir and also like helping other photographers with boudoir. And it's just super fun. It's definitely, it's, it's very niche. It's like an interesting genre of photography to get into. Um, but there's so much goodness in it. So, yeah. And you said that you kind of, you know, you fell into it and you you were shooting her for like five or six hours. I was just kind of giggling because I totally remember the days where I just had no boundaries and I'm like, all right, we're going to do this engagement session for three hours. Yeah. We did like in home and then we went to like a park and we did outdoor boudoir, which is also so funny. Like looking back because like outdoor boudoir is like so intimidating. And I was just like, yeah, why not? (laughs) Really diving in. (laughs) Yeah. Like had no idea what I was doing. And also like random tidbit of information, my camera broke. So like, (laughs) I had to borrow, like it broke like the week before the session. So then I had to like borrow my brother's camera and his DSLR was like so much better than mine at the time. And, but I couldn't tell him like what I was shooting. So I was like, Hey, my camera broke. I have like, you know, my first paid photo shoot. So he like, let me borrow his camera. And then I think that was actually a huge like factor in me realizing like, Hey, I can actually do this because I had really awesome gear. Like that was when like the Mark, I think it was like the Mark II. And I was like, oh, heck yeah. Like, this is sweet. Like, I wasn't even, I was still like in entry level DSLR, you know, realm. So yeah. just having a better, you know, more professional gear, I was like, oh my gosh, I I can do this. I have the eye and now I can see that That's it's like so good quality. <laughs> that is so cool. So tell, so you started with that. Can you talk a little bit how, 
your packages, like how things changed and evolved over time, like learning from that to like packaging and like doing like what you're offering now for your services. Like how did that change? Yeah. Well, I feel like there was definitely a time when I was like doing anything, like anything that came my way, I would say yes to obviously like kind of in that portfolio building, like time, you know, like everyone's always just like, yes to everything. And then it gets to a point where you're like, okay, I'm going to start saying no to the things that just aren't serving me. Um, so for a few years I was doing that. And then I was realizing like, okay, I really love couples. I really love boudoir. How can I have these things like coexist? So now aside from like education that I do, I have my wedding packages and I have my boudoir packages, of course, like little things in between like lifestyle couples and all that jazz. Um, but it's really cool to, as a wedding photographer, to also have a boudoir photography business because most people, and this isn't true, but most people think that boudoir is just for the bride. So it really does go hand in hand. And if you aren't offering boudoir to your wedding clients, like if you do boudoir, it's just a huge missed opportunity because mainly brides think like, oh, that's a great wedding gift, you know? And it's an awesome way to like, if you don't know where to start, it's like offer them to your clients who already have you booked. So that's one thing. I don't include boudoir in my wedding packages, but I do like include it in my workflow of like, you know, five months out from their wedding, I remind them like, hey, have you thought of a wedding gift yet? That sort of thing. Um, but I like to keep them separate still as far as packaging goes. But again, it's just always kind of marketing it to them regardless. Yeah, that is super cool too. Just having that as like, a, it's a really good add-on option. So it's like less intimidating of being like, having it included in a package and then maybe both people, both, both people in, like they both see yeah. it and then they know right away. And then it's not as much of a fun surprise. And I like that you can introduce it to them later and offer it as an add-on. I think that's a really cool approach to it. And it is such a perfect add-on. And I think a lot of people here are a lot of wedding photographers and stuff like that. And there's a lot of wedding, you know, photographers listening. So is boudoir something that you suggest like adding on to, or just like including into weddings and how can you kind of incorporate that in? Like, how do you suggest? Yeah, doing um, that? And obviously it definitely like, it's for a very unique photographer. Like don't just get into yeah. boudoir because you're like, Oh, I want to just like upsell and make money to. on it. Um, because yes. that kind of defeats the whole purpose of boudoir um, and kind of like my whole philosophy behind boudoir and the value that it has like on women. Um, so, but with that being said, it's absolutely an awesome way to like include it in your wedding photography services. Um, plus if you are like in the back of your mind, like, oh yeah, I've always been interested in that. Like that would be really cool. If you are a wedding photographer, like this is like the perfect opportunity to like start getting clients. Cause I feel like the main thing that people think of like, okay, well, how do I even get started? I have no idea. Like how would I even find these clients? And it's majority are already actually your clients. So including that is really, really like just an easy way in. Um, so what I like to do again, kind of keep it away from your wedding packages. Cause like you said, like if they're also on your project, that's one thing like I always keep in mind if I'm sending that email that like it's just kind of automated through my process of my workflow. I always double check yeah. like, okay, is this a special email? Because you know how people have that special like couple email, which is also genius. Um, but like you don't want to yes. send that to that email, like get her personal email. 
Um, but that's one way to like start and get it incorporated and like implement it into, you know, your whole workflow is like pick a time. I typically say like five to six months out from their wedding date. Um, because I also recommend that they book it two to three months out, you know, so I can make sure to like get them in, get the photos edited. If they have an album, like get that ordered just so they have enough time to do so. So adding that to your workflow of just like, Hey, I do boudoir. Here's my information. Like if you know, it crossed your mind for like a wedding gift, blah, blah, blah. I also always offer like my booked couples a hundred dollars off. Um, just because why not? They're already your booked couple. Like it's just an add on service. You don't really have to convince them of much cause they already love you. So it's really, you know, a win-win for both parties. Yeah. And I think it's so cool too, because I think so many people talk about how can, I find new clients and how can I do this? It's like, we forget about the ones we have, like how can we nurture them and how can we serve them even more through services that we can have and can, we can offer them. And I love what, like you said too, like you have to be, it's not just something you just do because like you have to love it. You have to like know and want to do it and, and all that. But I think that's something important to note is that we forget about the clients that we already have. Cause we, we are so worried and focused on like building our business, but like you can, boudoir also is like the referral base is like how you build your business. So why not start with the people who already know and love you and have already like you have booked in your calendar? Um, cause one, it's just easier that way too. But yeah, like chances are that bride is already considering or has thought about boudoir And if she hasn't, like you're there to be like, hey, this is a really fun add-on. But if she has already looked into it, she's going to be like, oh, shit, I didn't know you did that, you know, especially if it's new and she's not aware that that's something you offer. Um, Because I have done so many boudoir clients that like obviously are getting married and like I'm not their wedding photographer. And that's awesome. Um, So just think about like those clients that like may be looking at other, you know, people. Um, to book for that. Right. Cause it's one of those things. Like if you don't advertise it, you just do uh-huh. it, but they don't know you do it. Cause you don't communicate yep. that in your work. When you don't communicate with them, they have no idea. So yeah, that's also something to think about how many of your clients are just going to someone else to do it. Cause they don't think you right. do it. Absolutely. <laughs> that's a really good yeah. point. Yeah. And so how would you suggest, I know you said that you offer like a hundred dollars off for your current clients and stuff, which I think is awesome. And just cause like, yeah, they're already your, they're already your clients. It's just a fun add on, yeah. but how do you suggest, do you have any suggestions on like how to price those packages, especially if someone is wanting to add it and they're new and they don't really know, do you have certain, is it different than a normal session? Do you have different pricing packages and yeah. You know, I- a different approach. Yeah, I used to, to be honest, I used to like just have like all of my packages just be the same. However, the thing with boudoir is it is it deserves kind of its own brand. It's its own thing. It has its own unique, you know, add-ons, things to incorporate. Like, for instance, if you're comparing like boudoir to engagement photos, like engagement photos, they're not offering like four to five outfits if you know what I mean like boudoir there's just so much more that can be involved you may need a studio you may want to do hair and makeup add-ons number of outfits like that sort of thing so I think it does kind of need to have you know more information in the packages and also a little bit more value because it is it is a luxury 
photo shoot. And I think that's the thing that people kind of forget about is it's not just something that like they need. I mean, their, you know, mental health probably needs it. Um, but without like them, like realizing that it's not something they need. So it, it can be more pricey than like your other packages. But as far as like figuring out like how to price and like where to get started, I mean, it's kind of similar to, you know, when you get started just in general, you know, look around, see what things are going for in your area and also figure out like, okay, how much time am I going to be doing with this? Like, you know, what's my cost of doing business, all of that stuff. But I definitely think like it should kind of still be in the same range. You know, you don't want to just all of a sudden be like, oh, my engagement sessions are 400, but boudoir is a thousand. Like, okay, well, that doesn't really make sense. You're not serving the same audience then. Um, So kind of, you know, keep it similar, but also realize that like, if it is requiring more of your energy, more of your time and more of your work, then like, it should absolutely be, you know, priced a little bit at a higher point. Yeah, totally. And I like how you just made the point too of that it is so different than just an engagement session and you have, you know, there's just a lot of factors in there. Like you said, studio fees or different outfits or maybe different times or album add-ons and stuff. There's just a lot more moving parts that people could do. So do you like to have kind of like a base and then people can add stuff on or do you kind of like to incorporate those in some of your packages? Yeah, I have like my three standard packages. Obviously, anything's always customizable, um, but my approach is kind of like keeping it simple with what I think is like every client, like every client wants this or needs this. So this is what is in those packages. But of course, everyone likes the option of being able to customize things because they think it's you know, more personal that way. Um, but keeping things more simple because like a confused mind is always going to say no. So I like to just have like three standard packages. The most basic one is like a no brainer in the sense of like, I don't want that basic one because it's not giving me a ton. Um, the middle one is like a sweet spot. And then the third package is always that like, huge investment. You may feel like it's way more, you know, than you're capable of booking out. Um, but that person looking for, you know, to really spoil themselves, like that's the one with all the extra. It's also like the highest value and the best investment because you're getting a lot for the price point still. Um, but it is like loaded with a ton of stuff that you get. So yeah, kind of each of those packages I kind of have included with like number of images, not like number of outfits, um, studio. Cause I have a studio. I used to not have a studio. And I think that a lot of, I hear a lot of people that are, you know, aspiring boudoir photographers feel like if they don't have a studio, they can't do boudoir. And I spent like nearly nine years doing boudoir without a studio. So if that's you, if they're listening and that's holding them back, like, let me tell you, that's not, it shouldn't be holding you back. Um, but yeah, including like studio fees, like in that, um, number of outfits I said that obviously albums huge if you're like not selling albums to your clients they're getting them from Shutterfly (laughs) like they will be getting an album somewhere just because that's what boudoir is um but yeah Yeah. that's kind of how I price my albums but then there's always like add-ons if you want to add on an outfit if you want to add on you know time if you want to add on all the things you know yeah that's really good to know too and also I forgot too with like hair and makeup do you partner with someone who does hair and makeup because I feel like boudoir is something where people want 
that's like a, a common question of like, I want my hair and makeup yeah, done. Like, wow. So I don't partner, I don't have hair and makeup included in my package unless I'm doing like an event, which I always do like a mini marathon for Valentine's Day. Um, and that's when I partner with hair and makeup and she, you know, offers, we used to do hair and makeup, but then we just kind of figured out like a lot of people can do their own hair. Makeup is like the one that like everyone really, really wants included. Um, but that's the only time that it's like included in a package for me just because it's the person who I partner with, like also has a full-time business of, you know, with their clients, um, that it's a little bit harder to include that. However, in like my initial email in when I'm sending them like my packages and my offerings, I always, always, always recommend professional hair and makeup. And I give, you know, their contact name and give some basic information and like how they can reach out to them so they can book it. But I don't include that um, unless you have like someone who's like able to, you know, work with you anytime. Um, I also feel like sometimes if you include it and it has to be like on site, if it's two hours, like, and you have to be there on site, that's two hours of your time where I would rather just avoid that at all costs, you know? Um, I also like to like not include it because it's just a lot more like, then I have to get the money for it. Then I have to pay the hair and makeup. So that's kind of just like that a few extra steps, which I do think it's really, really great if you can include it. Um, I just don't include it, you know, year round, just kind of one event. Um, is what I do and what I find works for me, but every business is different. I know a lot of people do include it. They have that partner that's always there. You know what I mean? Um, so I guess if you can just find someone locally that is willing to do that, that it works out, I think that's great. Obviously you're making it easier for your clients. Um, but if that's not possible, like having a referral, you know, base that you can like, just send them like, Hey, this is who I typically work with. Everyone loves her. There you go. Yeah. And I think that's great too, because then otherwise you're just dealing with two people's schedules, trying to come together for one. And yeah, it's just a lot of extra. So I love the idea of just offering, mm-hmm. you know, some, some, just some suggestions and then doing it for like your event. Exactly. I think that's and yeah, cool. like you said, like everyone has like different schedules and like sometimes I do boudoir in the morning and sometimes the hair and makeup isn't available. Or if I shoot on Mondays, like a lot of hair and makeup artists don't work on Mondays, so it can get kind of complicating. So unless you have someone that works like directly with you that you can make that happen, like I think that's phenomenal, phenomenal if you can do that. Um, Cause again, like that's just super convenient for your client. But I think the next best like option is just sending them referrals. Yeah, I agree. I think that's awesome. So yeah, talk talking about, the packages and kind of how you go about it and how you started with like advertising with like Facebook and stuff like that. Was there any way, what did you do besides, cause I know you started, you just, you, you said you came home, you started a Facebook page, all that stuff, but how did you, do you advertise your boudoir outside of your wedding photography clients or do you mainly just focus on your wedding clients? Yeah. So great sense. question. Um, because for a while there, I was just kind of not really marketing boudoir at all. Um, and honestly like missed probably like seven years worth of like boudoir action where I probably wouldn't even like be doing other things anymore. Um, and that was mainly because I didn't have its own like space. Um, it was one of those things where like, if I did post about it, people would be like, Oh, I didn't know you did boudoir. And that's one thing like 
you want to avoid because you want people to know that you do it. Um, obviously like, yes, yeah, still keep your marketing like the same with like your wedding clients and all of that. But I feel like the, another like really big questions that aspiring boudoir photographers have is like, do I need a separate Instagram account to like market on or can I do it on the same? And I think that question without a doubt, like you need a separate boudoir account. And again, that's because boudoir is so niche. It, it deserves its own brand. It is its own brand and it deserves a lot of special attention. You can't post the same with boudoir. You can't share the same with boudoir. Um, it's way more intimate. It's way more vulnerable and it deserves much more intention and mindfulness. So if you're thinking like, oh, like I'll just combine it and I'll just like kind of throw it in in between newborns and weddings, it's it's kind of awkward. Like it can be done, yeah. but it's a little bit like out of place. And if you want your clients to really value it, you need to really value it in like a special, unique way. So I would say like definitely have like a different marketing avenue like of boudoir itself by like having its own web page on your website, that sort of thing. And also like having its own Instagram is huge. Yeah. That's actually one instance I totally agree with you on, on like having a separate Instagram. Cause sometimes it's like, it can be done, but sometimes you can make it work. But I feel like it comes across so much less elevated yeah. if it's combined with other things. Exactly. Like you said, it's such a luxury, just, it, it deserves its own you know, it is very intimate. It, it is kind of awkward if you put yeah, <laughs> like a boudoir photo next to a newborn yeah, or like a, a it's just... shot and then there's like a senior pic. Like it's just really funny. Yeah. I have a funny story. I had a, I did a senior photo of like a boy. So like awkward 17 year old. And he tagged my boudoir account on accident, like thinking it. And I was like, oh no, oh no. Like this is, this is not, you know no. that it is like. So then like in my photos on my boudoir account was like this boy. I was like, no, I need to see your boy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, it's really good that to keep so that separate. Weird. And again, like I'm all for like having, you know, like your personal brand on like your main page and all of that, like incorporating it. But I think boudoir like is just very unique in the sense that like it just deserves so much more intention um, with those posts and with that advertising. Um, that doesn't mean though like that you can't talk about boudoir on your personal page because chances are like that's where your main audience is going to live is on like your main page. You know what I mean? Um, like I sprinkle boudoir into my main page like every day, if not every other day, because you need to remind people like, Hey, remember I still do this. It's just on another page. You know what I mean? So that's really, really important. Yeah. That doesn't mean like you can't be posting reels about boudoir on your personal or on like your main page and like talking about it on your stories or even like sometimes I will post on my boudoir stories and like tag my main page so I can share it. Um, just so it's still yeah. kind of like working together in that sense. But I mean, I get requests on my boudoir page like every single day of like new people that are seeing it. So that's the goal is to obviously grow it and you need to be talking about it on your other page in order to do so. Um, you can't just assume people are just going to discover it, you know, like have it on your profile. Like, so people know like, Oh, she has another account. Um, but yeah, it's super important to like keep those things separate. 
Yeah. And I think you actually do such a good job at the at this because I have seen some of your boudoir reels. I'm like, oh yeah, Molly does boudoir. And then it kind of like gets in your head. And I I think some people maybe get caught up of like starting a separate Instagram being like th- getting caught up in like numbers mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's like you have to remember that that is such a specific niche that anyone who's following your account is probably a client or a potential yeah. client. Like it's very target. Like your conversion rate's probably higher on that page than it is on your other right. page because it's like that's those specific people are there for a specific reason for that, for your services, for that. Yeah. And so I think like you do a really good job, I think, of combining those two. Yeah, but it's so true though. Like, yeah. especially because my boudoir account is private. I didn't start with like a private mm-hmm. boudoir account page, um, but just kind of got into that a little bit later when I felt like more comfortable with it um, being private. But like, yeah, I, I mean, I get requests and I, I sift through them. Like I'm picky with obviously who's on there. Like we're yeah. trying to keep the weirdos away. You know what I mean? Like they're only fake yeah. accounts. I'm like, you follow one person. I know you're not real <laughs> or, you know, uh, or you're just like a yeah. creepy man. But so like, again, because it's like, it's a curated audience, which means like they actually want to be there. They're not just like following yes. you because they feel like they have to or because you know it's just it's so much more curated and again like it was their choice to like send you that request so chances are they're even more of a potential client than like on your main page yeah I think you do such an awesome job with that and so I feel like we've kind of talked about all of you know packaging pricing how you kind of promote it and all that stuff so when it comes to the actual session because I think this can be really intimidating especially for someone who just wants to start boudoir or maybe who have done them but isn't quite sure how to like make a groove and stuff like that do you have any suggestions or tips for like for the actual session for shooting the session to make everyone more comfortable to really bring out a really empowering experience for everyone involved and just any tips that way yeah I I mean I would say a similar tip to like honestly what I tell people with any session is like slow down Like we feel like, I feel like a lot of photographers jump into sessions. Like as soon as the client arrives, like you start shooting and that is especially important in boudoir to not do that. Like you don't want her to like just walk into the room and then immediately be like, all right, take off your clothes. Like, no, like this needs like a lot of warming up, like have her show you outfits, like make some small talk, like get her comfortable get her ready, prep her for the session, set up expectations and do all this like while she's still like in her sweats that she walked in with. Um, It's just really important to not like rush that process um, because this is like the start of the experience. Obviously the number one priority is like making sure she feels amazing and like feels comfortable and feels safe. And again, just like not rushing into that, that also like calms your nerves. If you're a little bit nervous, you know, like making small talk, going through her outfits, like think of poses as you're going through outfits. Like I'm always like, okay, what's the back of that outfit? Okay. I know the butt looks really good. So we're going to want to like really focus on the booty and those ones, that sort of thing. Um, but again, just kind of like creating that space of like her feeling welcome and cozy and like ready to go rather than just like, all right, let's go. Like, let me get you in this crazy position right away. Like, no, 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 no. Slow down. (laughs) Yeah. That's so important because I feel like, especially if you're used to engagement sessions or couple sessions, like you have an hour session, they, they show up, you have an hour, let's go. Let's, let's do this in an hour. And you kind of just get to it and get as much done as you can and stuff. So I love 
that advice too, because it does, it is their experience too. Yeah. Cause if you think about it, put their, put yourself in their shoes, you just show up. And then it's like, I don't want to right. like, cause then you start off, they start off stiff and awkward. And then, you know, then if you can warm them up first and then the whole session's great instead of the last exactly. 10 minutes. Exactly. And that's like, even when you're posing them, like, I mean, I've had girls like me with my camera, them in a pose, like not like a crazy pose or anything, but like, and then all of a sudden I'm just like, I'm talking to them. I'm talking about their job. Like, it's like, you don't need to like make it like pose to pose to pose because that's yeah. just, it's taking away from the experience. Like you want to like make her almost forget like what she's doing. You don't want her to like be thinking about like, oh my gosh, like, is my ass look good here? Or like, oh, do I look like, okay, is this flattering? You don't want her to even be thinking of that. Um, you want her to just trust you completely. Um, and that's another thing, like what you mentioned about, like how we feel like engagement photos, like we kind of need to rush. So like, if you're just starting out and you haven't had experience with boudoir, maybe your standard session is two hours. Cause you feel like you need that extra time to like, for you to get comfortable and for her to get comfortable. And then like the more you have experience, like the shorter you can make your session. Um, my standard session is now like 45 minutes and I still feel like I'm like, I don't need that much time. Like I just have my flow and I could do it like with my eyes shut, but like that, it wasn't always like that. So like give yourself grace in that too. Like if you need your session to be two hours, like utilize that time, like get creative, get artsy. You know what I mean? Like get into your flow of things and like, just don't rush that. Cause if you feel rushed, then that means like maybe your session's just a little bit too short. You're going to, you want that extra time to like get to know her. Yeah, that is so good. And I totally agree with that too. Cause it's just all about their experience with it too. Yeah. And you obviously want to have them walk away feeling like it was a good experience and worth it and all that stuff. So that is really cool. Do you have any other like advice, I guess, when it comes to boudoir, whether that be adding it on, whether that be shooting something we've talked about, something we haven't, any other advice that you have? I would say, again, like the value of boudoir, I think is one thing that can like get very easily missed when we think of boudoir. Like we just think of like sexy naked photos and that's like at the bare minimum of what boudoir is and it easily can get overlooked and just feel like it's something for the bride and like, that's not at all what the case is. And I feel like I have been a part of like hundreds of women's like self-love journey. And it's also helped me on mine, like being a part of theirs and seeing like them actually heal and like be a part of that. And like, obviously as women, we know, like this is never ending. <laughs> like we go in waves and we learn to love our bodies and all the different phases it goes through. Um, but like keeping that at the center of your boudoir business is so important because again, it's more than just a photo shoot. It's a full experience. It's the start of like her learning to love the body that she's in. And again, that's not just for someone getting married. That's for someone who's going through a breakup. It's for someone who's about to like undergo a mastectomy. It's someone in an eating disorder. Like all of us deserve to love the bodies that we see in the mirror. And this is just a part of that process. And if you don't have that philosophy behind your boudoir, your business is likely going to fail because at the end of the day, like the photos go away and that's not like what she has at the end of it. Like, obviously, yes, that's the like monetary value that she gets, but like 
the change that it has in her heart and in her soul and like in through her entire life, like that's what's going to like be that referral base as well. Like that's what she's going to tell her friends about. Like, Oh my God, I felt so good. The second I walked into Molly's studio, like I don't even care what the photos look like because I feel so empowered. And like, that's what you want. Like, that's the goal. Obviously we want her to love her photos and those are going to be like on point, but like, that's not the point of boudoir. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love it. And that is just like the power in what giving a good client experience is too. Exactly. Like you said, I don't even care if I don't love every photo or if I don't like, this was just such an empowering experience. And this was changing for me. And like you said, yes, you get photos at the end of it, but you get more than that. And you get something that's probably hot, like it means even more to you than that. And you have to kind of remember that, I think, which I think that is just so like that experience, like does go hand in hand with those photos, because once she gets that delivered gallery, like that's when she's seeing herself in the eyes that like other people are seeing her, like the healing process already has started and it helps her like see herself in a new light and maybe not pick apart her body as much as she would have like the day before the session, which like, cause we all know she was standing in the mirror, like looking at her outfit, like second guessing everything, second guessing why she even inquired and why she's coming into the studio tomorrow, you know? And like, I think it gets like dismissed what a great like honor it is to be a boudoir photographer. Like we get to be a part of that. And that's like, honestly, like the most rewarding thing ever. And I, yes, it's rewarding to be wedding photographers and like capturing people's memories and like, you know, having their like special life events get like standstill, you know, like it's, we forget like how important our job is. And I think boudoir, especially like, it just has a very special place in my heart of like, like you can change lives with boudoir. It's not just like, Oh, I'm going to capture this memory for you. Like you're actually healing their heart. And I think that that's really, really important and really cool. (laughs) Yeah. That is so cool. And I think definitely, like you said, what makes it different mm-hmm. and why it makes complete sense that you need to approach it in a, in a way you can't just say, Oh, I'm just going to do yeah. it. You can, but I mean, you've got to do it in a right way too, for certain, you know, you don't want to be a disservice exactly. to someone exactly. else that, cause it is a very healing process yep. too. I love this so much. You've just made me be like, Oh my gosh, I want to get back into doing wow. that. Okay. <laughs> is so so cool but that's awesome I think you do such a good job at doing all this you are the perfect person to have on just to talk about boudoir and your approach on it and how you handle it all I think it's so so cool but um why don't you tell everybody where we can find you yes uh you can find like my main page at malgroon um I also have my obviously my boudoir page it's at boudoir by mal um also I do have like a boudoir education series coming out it gets launched in November it's called the boudoir bible and you'll be able to see that all um on my you know my main pages and my boudoir account Um, and it's literally my A to Z roadmap of how to have a successful boudoir photography business. And I'm excited to share it with all of you guys. Oh, that's going to be so good. (laughs) That's going to be awesome. Well, that is so cool. Thank you so much, Molly, for coming on. I so appreciate it. This was awesome. It was so fun. Thank you so much, Rachel.
Well, there you have it. I really hope that this episode helped expand your mind on what you could do to potentially start offering boudoir packages within your wedding services and ways to go about marketing and positioning them too. So if you loved this episode, make sure you screenshot and share it to your stories and tag us at Rachel Traxler and at Molly Groon so that we can share all the love in return. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Keep shining and we'll see you next time. You did it. You're one episode closer to elevating your business. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to head over to racheltraxler.com forward slash gold biz podcast for the show notes and info on today's episode. Keep shining and we'll see you next time on the gold biz podcast.